Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. You have an empty cup. I have an empty cup, an empty juice. Empty juice. Trying to, trying to, even though I'm just now starting to get back into hopefully running. Yeah. I got two months to go till the big race. Woo! So I'm trying to make sure the, you know. Juicing up. Yeah. Getting juiced. Getting the diet, diet square, getting the. You know, down to fight and wait. Float like a butterfly and sting like a beast. All right, can we get on focus? Come on, here? man. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, housekeeping, odds and ends. First of all, we are uh, really, really pleased with and and tickled to death with all of the downloads and the folks that are sharing the podcast. It is amazing. We're really humbled. So we really appreciate that. Continue to do that. Share it with your friends. Give us a review on iTunes, wherever you listen to the podcast, if in fact they allow you to do that. Spotify, we, we, are, we can't thank you enough. It is, it is fantastic. We are still taking questions. Uh, females, you're jumping right to the top of the queue because we're still getting about six male for every one female. And we're trying to be an equal opportunity show here. So send us your questions, ladies. We'll jump you to the top of the queue. If we use your audio question, stressing audio, we will send you a $25 Amazon gift card. So what do you do? You hop on your smartphone, you record your question, you email it to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Hop over into the tribe on Facebook or check us out on Insta or YouTube, DIY Money on YouTube. We're excited. We're going to have a revamp of the site. We'll have a lot of new content that will be showing up on the website. We're excited about that. That's DIYmoney.org if you want to bookmark that for a future date. All right, we're going to jump right into our question today. It's a basic one, but it's always good to revisit the basics. Basics are what get us to the the championship, right? Defense wins championships, so basics. Got to stay focused. On the basics. What's her name? I'm trying to remember her name as I'm talking. You're going to be stalling. Becky. Becky. Shoot. It's all good. It's all good. Becky, you got a great question. What do you got? D-I-Y. Hi, guys. Um, My name is Becky, and I have a question. So uh, my husband and I are about to pay off a car loan. And I'm wondering if after that's done, should we start using that monthly payment to increase savings for the next car we'll end up having to buy or should we put that extra money towards any of our other debts thanks okay pretty simple first of all congrats hope you uh i know this question just came in relatively soon or relatively uh short time ago so maybe they are yes not yet paying this off or you're pretty close i hope you celebrate that you know, half-price appetizers, place like that, split it, that kind of thing. I remember when my, my my wife and I paid off our last debt, and we did just that, and the bartender was like, what are you all doing? And we told him. He was like, that's fantastic. He's like, can I get you one of the specials? I was like, absolutely not, dude. Like, we want to split the quesadilla. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anyways. But, uh, so I hope you celebrate. But the steps, Daniel, what should she do now? Well, Becky said debts. Any of our other debts. 
There's an S at the end of that. Deaths. It was plural. Uh, and that's important because if she if she was talking about uh, them just having, say, just a mortgage left after the auto loan, uh, I would say in that case, save up for a car. Uh, make a payment into a savings account and continue to save up for the car because the mortgage is a very long-term item. And you know you're going to have to have a car again at some point, uh, presumably, unless you're living in a in a place that you can do public transit or something. Uh, I'm assuming if you have a car now, you need it, and therefore you're going to buy another one. And a mortgage, you're not going to see that paid off really quickly to where you, then you can use that freed up payment for the car in the future. However, if it's debts with an S, which uh, could include student loans, uh, maybe credit cards, other things of that nature, home equity lines, things like that, uh, I would prioritize probably paying those things off rather than saving for the car. I would imagine, and I don't know Becky's situation, I haven't seen done a financial plan for it, but I would imagine those interest rates are at or higher than an auto loan interest rate. So chucking money into a savings account for the purpose of buying a car later probably won't make sense mathematically. It helps to get those paid down so that when they do buy a car in the future, they have those monies freed up as far as monthly payments go. And though we don't like debt, if they paid all of those off and then in the very next month really needed to get a car you know, a reasonably priced used car, the interest rate, in, I mean, an auto loan interest, they can get another 24 or 36 month auto loan at a fairly reasonable rate. Now they've paid off these other debts. Those payments are freed up. They can roll that into paying that loan off very quickly because they've now been disciplined. And that will then hopefully be the very last time that they have to get a loan. And when that loan, that final auto loan is paid off, now they can switch over to the strategy of we chuck money into a savings account and pay cash for every car in the future and walk in and surprise the car salesman when he's like, we got a great financing offer. And they're like, no. no, I've got a check. This is cash cars. This ain't can we talk about it cars. Can we lay away cars? Do we have no cash cars? I like it. Um I would echo that. The only caveat I would say, so first of all, again, just in summary, if you have other debts not including the mortgage, focus your attention on those. That's, that's a, that's I think, uh, what we're saying. Uh, the second step, I would say, is if you don't have other debts, or let's say you get those paid off very quickly now because you have focused your attention and you're like, oh, I'm right back to square one, what should I do? I'm not so sure. I, I don't know. I, I guess we've never, I've never broached this subject about, when somebody has an expense in the next four to five years, we talked about this just a couple of months ago, only because I got some emails. People were like, well, wait a second. You're saying, this is what I said, not saying this is what Daniel said. I think he slightly differed. But if I had an expense in four to five years that was a decent expense I was saving for, I wouldn't invest that money. And I think what I was alluding to is I'm saving up. I have a real estate fund kind of that I'm putting money into for what I hope to see some commercial real estate opportunities in the near future, and I'm not investing that money. And it's already a decent chunk, and it will continue to grow. But I'm not going to invest that money. And the what did re- I say? Uh, you were like, buy Bitcoin or something. No, no, no. I think it was you know a diversified... It, it, hmm. it wasn't in relation to my example. Yeah, I think it was weird. in relation to... I don't know. I could be That's making it up. Maybe no, you didn't say that. But whatever. I say strange things, No, the, but the reality is um, even... I'm not a fan of even a diversified portfolio because oh, that's what it was. I said if you were pretty negotiable on the timeline, if you could, if you could be plus or minus two years, then maybe if you could weather a you know a cycle in the stock market, if you don't care whether or not you buy the car in five years or seven years, I would say, and my rule of thumb, 
and again, I'm just speaking for myself, is in the four to five year range, I don't like the investment idea. But a car, you you just paid off a car. Now, maybe you've had this for five years. So I guess the math, I have to understand the, the math or the timeline. But let's say that you've got another eight to 10 years before you buy another car. Now, you might be saying, no, no, with this, we've just paid this off and it's got three or four more years. I, I don't know. I would encourage you to look at a different type of car next time, maybe, you know, a Honda or something that's going to last for 200,000 miles. But the reality is, though, if you've got 10 to 12 years, I'm not so sure I would be taking the entire car payment that you'd be saving. Now, this is assuming other debts are paid off, not including the mortgage. I might take at least half of that and invest, and then the other half sort of earmark. Because again, let's say that you were taking a $400 a month car payment, and you were just saying, I'm going to save for that next car. If that's in five years, I'm okay with that. You'll you'll save up. That's $4,800 a year, uh, almost 5000 That's 25000 That's a pretty good chunk for a new car. If you needed to buy a new car in the next five years, you, you put not put that at risk. You've got it, et cetera. But if you're talking about in 10 years, 12 years, then my personal opinion is I would split that 500 up and I would probably do 2500 into an investment account, diversified index funds, again, not shooting for the moon, but just basic investments, standards, S&P 500, emerging market, you know, whatever, maybe even a target date fund for your goal time period. And then the other half in a, in a liquid savings account at no risk so that in the next 10 years, you, assuming, again, the car lasts you that long, you've built up approximately twenty twenty five thousand 25000 in cash because it's not been sitting there. It's not been invested. It's just sitting there. But then hopefully over the next 10 years, that diversified investment account, which you've been dollar cost averaging into every month, is quite a bit higher. And you've got then options and maybe a tax challenge or two. But nonetheless, I think that's where I would go, depending on the time frame of the car purchase, of when you think the next car purchase will be required. Did, we go, did, did I go too far in the weeds there? I just, I don't know. I just wanted to clarify no. that a little bit. Yeah, it's um, good. I think you're saying similar to what I think I said in that previous episode. But I think what I pointed out is when we were saving for one of our cars and we didn't really care when it was we bought it, we used something like a 60-40 portfolio. We put money in every month, and we just knew when that balance matched amount we wanted to spend on the car, we would sell everything, move it into a savings account, and start looking for a car. Because now it went from a eh, sometime in the future to like in the next 90 days, you know, we wanted to make a purchase. So uh, so we got some tailwind, you know, some from some investments that wasn't guaranteed. We might have had to wait an extra year uh, if markets tanked. But we didn't have cars that were falling apart to where we had to buy something right away. So uh, that's where that's where the situation kind of becomes unique to the individual and, and the individual situation where you kind of look at the cars you have, you go, am I wanting to buy something or am I really actually needing to buy something soon? And that's going to determine some of your timeline and so forth. But obviously if there's debts in the picture, start there. Uh, I think we're still using a, a savings account for ours uh, next car purchase, but we'll kind of look in the future and see kind of what that looks like. Great. I did write about something I think you should check into uh, out there. I've not done enough due diligence on it, so I can't uh, specifically state my opinion yet. But T-Mobile is offering, if you switch to T-Mobile, they are offering a 4% 
uh, they've partnered with a bank, and they're offering a 4% savings rate on, I think, up to $2,000, and then 1% thereafter, like if you use them mm-hmm. direct deposit. Yeah, they basically partnered with the bank to try and gain new customers, T-Mobile customers. Read I the put, terms and conditions. I put the link on uh, the DIY tribe. So, you'll, yeah, you have to check that out. Fascinating stuff. But I wouldn't be surprised if more companies tried to incentivize the customer acquisition cost for that has to be much more palatable than, you know, significant promotions like a new phone. I mean, you know, a 4% interest rate on $2,000. Hopefully $2, they've done the math. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure they have. Let's hope they have. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, great question. Hopefully that gleans some insight for you. That doesn't make any sense. Hopefully that answered your question. Let's just keep that simple. <laughs> there you go. Uh, remember, the secret to wealth is, well, let's go through some things. First of all, uh, send us a question, audio clip. Audio only. To podcast at DIYmoney.org. Podcast what are we going to do with all the written ones? I'm then? glad you asked. That's a great softball. I'm going to start answering them, writing them as blog posts on the new DIYmoney.org. There cool. you go. We've always had DIYmoney.org. Like the yeah, new. Yeah, but the new. The new look. The new look. The cool. new brand. The new look and feel. Anyways, send us an audio clip. If we use it on the show, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. I'll read through the post and rebuttal as needed in the comments. Great. (laughs) Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.